turkey tail is it actually helps clear the viral load. So it's actually great. Like if someone has got, you know, history of viruses and, um, you know, family history of, say, particularly um, looking at the breast cancers, the female cancers, then using Coriolis preventatively can be really helpful for reducing the viral load in the body and then potentially, you know, reducing someone's risk factor. Um, and then there is research, of course, of it being used as part of uh, primary oncology care. And now HIFAS is uh, looking at integrative oncology care. This season of Reconditioned is made possible thanks to HIFAS Deterra, and I'm a little bit obsessed with them and I want to tell you why. So if you follow me on social media, you'll know I talk about mushrooms a fair bit. Yes, I am that wild, and no, not the psychedelic kind. Not this time anyway. I've known about the crazy health benefits of medicinal mushrooms for a while, especially after watching Fantastic Fungi on Netflix, but I never found a brand that I fully trusted. And then I came across Hifas Deterra, and I am not exaggerating when I say it has been life-changing. They have medicinal mushroom products to support autoimmune diseases, allergies, hormonal imbalances, gut health, brain function, emotional well-being, musculoskeletal issues, the list is endless. And because they're one of the few mycotherapy companies to actually carry out clinical trials on their products, they've been able to develop their Onco range specifically for cancer. And potentially my favourite, they have products for children's immune systems and the gut-brain axis. Great for ADHD, sensory issues and gut support. These have got my kids through this winter of illness and they've made a huge difference to my son's sensory challenges. I'm swearing by them. Hifastatera mushrooms are not only certified organic, but they use the fruiting body of the mushroom as opposed to the root, which even the so-called top mycotherapy companies are not doing, because it's more time-consuming and more expensive, but HIFAS are. Spoiler, you get more benefits from the fruiting body, which is one of the reasons HIFAS products are more effective. The concentration and content of their products are also much higher than standard brands, and the company are constantly striving for quality, effectiveness and safety putting over 60% of their profits back into research. These products have changed my life and I want you all to have access to this level of healing. So visit hifasdaterra.co.uk that's h-i-f-a-s-d-a-t-e-r-r-a.co.uk and use code lauren15 for 15% discount. Thank you so much to hifasdaterra. Hi, I'm Lauren Vaknin, and you're listening to the Reconditioned Podcast. I created this podcast following my journey from severe disability since infancy to complete wellness as a way to share my passion of healing the whole self. Because I learned in my own journey to wellness and through my two decades in the wellness industry that it makes no difference what you're here to heal. It all requires the same whole person approach. We tackle everything from trauma, health optimization, and neuroplasticity to manifestation, holistic parenting, and everything in between to help you create an optimized life of well-being, abundance, self-mastery, and purpose. You're not meant to live a life of stagnation and you're not meant to be just fine. So hang around and let me help you recondition your life back to wholeness. Hello everyone, welcome back. Um, 
thank you for being here again. Great episode for you today. I've just uh, finished recording with Hanya from Hifasta Terror, who we've partnered with for this season because I am so in love with their products. And I've been learning about mycotherapy for a while now, uh, which is the using mushrooms for our health. Um, and um, I was never able to recommend a company, uh, a medicinal mushroom company. And FYI, because I get this question so much, medicinal mushrooms are not psychedelic mushrooms, totally different thing. Uh, this is using mushrooms as medicine, all different mushrooms for all different ailments, including cancer, autoimmune diseases, hormones, everything you can think of, brain health, gut health, everything. The episode was such an eye-opener. I've actually done training with Hifastatera, and I've been kind of doing my own study on mycotherapy for, I'd say, a couple of years now, but this was, you know, beyond eye-opening and so much information there, and make sure to hold out until the end where we talk about using mushrooms for cancer and how potent a healer they can be uh, for COVID and other viruses, autoimmune diseases we speak about nearer to the beginning, um, and gut brain health. And also right at the end, we talk about using mushrooms for children in the uh, very palatable form um, of liquid that um, Hifasta Terra have developed um, two products for children that I have on my website. So um, all the products, not all the products, Hifasta Terra generally is listed on um, my website on the LV Recommends page. Most of the products are listed as well. And you can find them there. And if you love the episode and want to try some of the mushrooms, just go to my website, type in Hifasta Terra, or just Google Hifasta Terra and you'll find it. And use the code Lauren15 because you'll get a 15% discount, which is obviously fab. And um, they are completely affordable, even though they are, I would say, you know, one of the top mycotherapy companies in the world using the most high concentration medicinal mushrooms manufactured in just the most extremely exquisite way and I won't go on about that now because Hanya goes through it talks about exactly why this company are just the top company if you're going to go for mushroom products and why wouldn't you they're just such potent healers for pretty much everything so just a brilliant brilliant episode um and I hope that you'll listen to it and enjoy it and and consider using mycotherapy for your general health and any other ailments that you have coming up or for anyone in your family for me personally I've, I speak about at the end using them for my kids um for my husband for me um for my for my parents as well now for a whole range of things so highly recommend Hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you once again for being here. If you know anyone that this will serve, please do share it with them. And as usual, feel free to like um, or follow or subscribe to the podcast because the more people that subscribe, the more people end up seeing the podcast and then we can share the love, share all the information for all this incredible health and growth knowledge that we're passing around here. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Hanya Opiansky is a naturopathic nutritionist, traditional Chinese medicine acupuncturist, life alignment healing practitioner, and education lead and mycotherapy specialist advisor for Hifasta Terra UK and Ireland. So uh, welcome, Hanya. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to have this chat because, uh, as you know, I'm very into 
um, my mushrooms um, and my mycotherapy. So we're going to go into, I've got a whole bunch of questions and I know my audience is super interested in just really kind of going deep with this subject, really learning about what it is about medicinal mushrooms and how we can utilize their benefits. So go, I've got a load of questions. and But before we do, I always start by asking the same question, which is what have you done so far today to support your wellness? No, lovely question. Uh, so I always start the day with a couple of things. So one is some heart math. Um, so this is a breathing and visualization exercise that uh, encourages uh, harmonization of the nervous system and um, bringing in positive emotions uh, and expanding the, the heart towards the heart energy. Uh, and then I have a morning meditation. And uh, today uh, I actually was feeling a bit I just started my period, so I was feeling a little bit off. So I also did some shaking, which is really good mm. for stimulating the lymphatic system, getting the chi moving, and just yeah, helping to liver chi stagnation. Uh, so that was really important to just kind of help me, um, yeah, feel a bit more present and able to yeah have a good day. Amazing, I love that. Um, beautiful, thank you. So let's just dive straight in with. I guess the most basic question for anyone who isn't yet sure what it is we're going to be talking about. What is mycotherapy? Okay. So myco is, uh, means mushroom. Um, so mycology might be a term that people are a bit more familiar with. So that's the study uh, of mushrooms and then therapy. Of course, we know this is using something for its therapeutic benefit. So mycotherapy is basically using mushrooms for their therapeutic benefits. Right. Okay. And so why are we using mushrooms? What is it about mushrooms? <laughs> so many things. Um, so <laughs> are, uh, they are their own kingdom, but they are actually uh, very, you know, in terms of coming from, uh, you know, the, the primordia and the first um, living organisms, mushrooms are actually, uh, the fungal kingdom are right next to the, the human uh, kingdom. And there's actually more crossover than there is with plants. And so there are a lot of things that mushrooms are doing for themselves that uh, the human body really easily just kind of can use and understand. Um, and they have a lot of qualities that are helping us to stay in balance. So a key thing, or well, two key things that they do is uh, this modulating effect. And one of those is for the immune system. So they're what we call immune modulators. Um, and that's something maybe we talk about a bit more because mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff about immunity and certain herbs you can and can't use. Mushrooms modulate. Uh, and then the other thing they modulate is the nervous system. So they're what we call adaptogens, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, which means that like a lot of herbs, they also have this capacity to modulate the stress response and to help the body to be maining, maintaining uh, homeostasis and um, yeah, a balance and uh, not be too much in uh, um, extreme stress or in freeze and just, you know, complete sort of lack of uh, reactivity. Mm. So I watched, um, as many people who <laughs> will be listening to this have, I watched Fantastic Fungi quite a while ago and um, I guess I was into mycotherapy before that, but that really opened my eyes about the immense power of these mushrooms. And, you know, who, who knew kind of that there was this amount of power in mushrooms, in fungus, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, what is it we're, 
we don't know so much about and that we're starting to learn. I mean, the thing that really got me was this kind of network, this kingdom happening underneath the ground, that the trees and, and the mushrooms and everything's connected, the mycelium network. Can you talk us through that a bit? Because I I, I do want to very much go into some of the specific mushrooms and their benefits and their properties and what they're treating. I'd really love to get a bigger understanding on this kind of hidden network first. Mm, yeah, exactly. It, it is amazing. I know when I first learned about that, like, there's another template, it's the mycorrhizal network. Um, and uh, yeah, I was completely blown away as well. And basically this is um, how mushrooms communicate, how they um, actually support, like they're a really key part of soil. Like that's something that I think um, hopefully people are uh, getting more awareness of. And it's something that can really be utilized because as we know from an environmental perspective, um, you know, there's a lot of issues with carbon production, with uh, food quality, with, you know, sort of land, um, you know, soil fertility, etc. And mushrooms are actually a really key part of that. Uh, one part is the fact that they actually break down plant matter and turn it into this amazing, hummus um you know which is uh like uh, compost you know they are actually breaking down plant matter and making it therefore reusable releasing all of those nutrients and making good quality soil and uh, one of the things that they do which helps them but it also helps uh the network of plants and trees that they're living with is they have this network so what we think of as a mushroom is actually what we would call the fruiting body if you're looking at the whole fungus and um that is just a small part. And it just sort of, you know, those are the things that you might see if you're walking in the woods or in a field or, you know, what we buy in a shop and mainly what we use to make supplements. But actually the major part of, you know, a mushroom is actually the mycelium. And this is the equivalent of roots. And so this mycelial network is what makes up the, the mycorrhizal network. So there's all these tiny little filaments that go through the soil. And the amazing thing is that they connect with roots of plants and trees, and then they, they do nutrient exchange. So what happens is say a tree, um, you know, it needs a specific mineral, like, you know, it's like, oh, I, I need some zinc. What it will do is it will send down a specific sugar into the micro network and the mushroom will take this sugar and it will send it through its network to all these other trees and it will look for another tree that has extra that will read that sugar signal and go oh yeah i've got extra zinc swap i'll swap you that sugar for this zinc and then the mushrooms will send it back and there's like millions of these communications happening all over the place and these different mushrooms you know competing for for the sugars and the things sharing and so there's just this amazing network of um interaction and balancing that's going on literally underneath our feet um, as long as there is a mycorrhizal network and this is why ancient woodlands are so precious because they have this mycorrhizal network that has been there for you know hundreds maybe thousands of years whereas as soon as we're tilling the soil you know we're actually breaking up all of this network mm -hmm. and so you know new um like, you know, we've had blights with, um, you know, commercially planted forests. And that's because they haven't had um, been mycorrhizally, um, you know, you can actually re-inoculate trees with mycorrhiza so that once they go in the soil, this process just happens. But if that isn't done, then, you know, a forest, if there is a, you know, a blight that comes through, there's not this network. And that's the other wow. thing does if if there is an illness like a, you know either a, 
something, a, a plant disease or even, you know, a plague of certain insects that come through, that information can also be sent through the mycorrhizal network so that the trees can actually gather um you know, the appropriate nutrients or chemicals that are going to fight off the pest or help the, to strengthen the tree's immune system so that a blight doesn't wipe out a whole forest. And in our modern forestry and um, planting, that doesn't happen. And that makes um, everything so much more uh, vulnerable to these kind of things. So it's it's a really important part of our, you know, our land history, but also important part, hopefully, of you know, new ways that we can actually be maintaining soil health, plant health. Um, yeah, huge, huge, huge factor. It's massive. I mean, when you think about it, it's literally kind of the health of our planet. And also very interesting to note about, you know, planting new forests and knowing that they can be inoculated with it. But if they're not, then they can fall victim to to these pests or diseases, yeah. you know, whatever's going to affect them. So that's really interesting. Yeah. And that's the other thing with mushrooms is that, you know, there is this whole ancient network, but they're also, you know, they're so primed for survival that they, you know, new mycorrhizal networks can be established very, very quickly. And that's something actually that, that HIFAS does is they plant mycorrhized trees in Spain. And so again, they're, they're planting indigenous trees, the, the chestnut mm -hmm. trees, but it's also with this mycorrhizal network. So it's actually supporting the soil and, you know, the, the local ecosystem. So that's something really important also. It's amazing. And it's actually one of the reasons that I'm I'm so um I guess just so kind of in awe of Hifasta Terra and and like just so glad I found you guys. Um and I want to get on to that soon about you know your ethos and how it started and all of that. Let's first go into all the mushrooms and um because so many of them have incredible properties and healing benefits and you know cancer autoimmunity a whole range of stuff hormones even musculoskeletal um issues would it be okay to take us through kind of maybe what you feel are say the top four or five say lion's mane reishi turkey tail and and, and what they do and what they can do if they're used in the right way and kind of grown and manufactured in the right way yeah, certainly. Um, so yeah, so we can start with some of the ones you mentioned. So lion's mane uh, is a, you know, is a wonderful mushroom. And I think um, it may be something now that people are starting to be a little bit more familiar with. Uh, and it's normally thought of as a brain mushroom. And it has this, it's like, it's really beautiful. It has all these long, um, the actual mushroom fruiting body isn't like a sort of smooth mushroom like we're used to. It, yeah, it looks a, like a brain, right? It actually looks brain, like yeah, a brain. Yeah, we get them quite often. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's amazing if you can get them to actually eat, you know, in the farmer's market, which thankfully you can sometimes. We actually have um, a, a mushroom farm. They grow organic mushrooms literally over the road from us. And I found them at a farmer's market and they happen to be using this farm that is, I mean, two seconds from our house. So we get these amazing boxes of fresh mushrooms to add to our food. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And that's and that's an amazing thing as well. It's like mushrooms. You don't just have to think of them as something that is like a medicine or a supplement or something that you can only take in a, you know, a tincture or a powder or a capsule. It's wonderful just to be including mushrooms in your diet lucky enough you know some of these what we call medicinal mushrooms are also culinary mushrooms like lion's mane like shiitake 
you can actually get and have as a part of your diet. So yeah, definitely really, really encourage that. Um, so lion's mane, yeah. So it has these, like, looks like lots of hairs, which also look like all of like nerve fibers. And so that kind of gives an indication, we call it the doctrine of signatures. So what the thing looks like gives an indication of what it can support in the body. And so lion's mane, it's really great for the nervous system. And uh, yes, traditionally, or not traditionally, traditionally, it's been used really widely, more modern um, usage or thinking about it was very much as, as, oh, it's a brain mushroom. And it really is. And there are some amazing compounds in there that actually help to regrow nervous tissue. Um, so stimulate the body to actually heal itself. And that can be from uh, neurodegenerative conditions. And that's preventatively and actually even some evidence that then even if someone is actually down the path of starting to have some sort of neurodegenerative condition, so MS, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, that lion's mane can actually stimulate the body to actually start repairing, which is amazing. Um, but now research, they're also starting to look at, well, is it just the brain? No, it's actually all of the nervous system. So it can be, uh, you know, peripheral nerves. So if someone's had an, an in, a nerve injury, an accident, a surgery, lion's mane is something you consider taking that will actually, again, help the body to heal that area. And also we have the huge amount of our nervous system in our gut. Um, so actually for healing the enteric nervous system, lion's mane is really um, really useful for that. Uh, but it's not just working on the nervous system. And actually, it's one of the best prebiotic mushrooms. So again, we really think about it for gut health. Mm. Um, and it's also anti-inflammatory. So again, particularly in the gut, but also systemically. Um, and as with most medicinal mushrooms, it has this immunomodulating effect, and also supports um, the body staying in homeostasis. And so there is some evidence of use for, um, you know, for oncology, for prevention, for care. Um, and, you know, with um, uh, particular organs and tissues. So thinking about it for sort of digestive, particularly. And uh, yeah, it's a, you know, it has a lot of other active compounds, but those are probably the key things. Yeah. Uh, and um, of course, with, you know, we don't just need to think about neurodegenerative conditions it can also be for just brain health so mm. for um, cognitive development in children for memory for concentration for um you know just using it to help for those people that maybe feel a bit foggy headed and want something that's going to help them feel sharper or clearer uh the nice thing with mushrooms is that as long as you don't have an allergy so if someone's allergic to food mushrooms unfortunately they can't have um, medicinal mushrooms whether they're culinary or not uh, but otherwise, you know, you can take mushrooms preventatively. If you're healthy, take a low dose of mushrooms, eat them, take a powder, take a, you know, a, a light uh, tincture, uh, and that's going to have, you know, boosting effects. And then as, you know, if you are, do have a complaint or a condition, or then, you know, you take them at a higher dose, and then, you know, they're actually going to work therapeutically as well. How would one, because I was interested that um, you mentioned lion's mane as a prebiotic, mm -hmm what would be the best way to use that as a prebiotic to take it in supplement form, to eat it fresh, to eat it on an empty stomach, eat it with food? What would be the best way for that? 
Yeah. So as a prebiotic, you know, it, it's great to actually have the, you know, the whole mushroom. Um, so, you know, extracts do have the, the beta glucans, which are the key uh, polysaccharide in medicinal mushrooms and a particular type of. Um, and so those do have some prebiotic effect, but there's lots of other prebiotics, you know, different types of fiber within a mushroom. And so when you're having the whole mushroom, you're getting some of those more, what we'd consider therapeutically active compounds, but a lot more of the bulk um, of these insoluble fibers, which are going to feed your gut bacteria. So getting a, you know, a whole um, mushroom product or uh, a whole mushroom or an extract that is a full spectrum uh, means that you're going to be getting these active compounds. So, you know, there are syrups that can be given to, to children. Like I know mm. I've seen that you use the, the HIFA syrups with your kids. So there's one that has lion's mane in there, which is for, for gut and brain health. Um, and adults can take it too if they, you know, healthy, want something low dose and don't want to take a, a capsule or a powder. Um, otherwise, powders, this is something that you can be combined. Mm. Um, you know, people have probably seen, you know, mushroom lattes at their, <laughs> their organic store. And, you know, often lion's mane is one. Um, or you can mix it in with other hot drinks. You can mix it in with food. Like I tend to use the lion's mane powder instead of bouillon. So if I'm making a sauce or a stock or a soup and I want something that's going to, you know, add a little bit of protein and fiber and flavor, um, you know, that's a great way to uh, just mix it in. And it's quite a mild, sweet mushroom, as you you know, from eating it. So it's, um, it's quite, you know, it's a flavor that doesn't sort of overpower. Um, you can even put it in sweet things, like if people are doing smoothies, um, you know, or, you know, hot cacao, or, you know, hot chocolates, mm. it blends very well, um, well with that. And uh, which of the, is there a specific one? Um, I know you've got, is it the biointestine? on HIFAS that would be the one that you would recommend for that? So if someone is- That's a powder, right? Yeah, so biointestine is um, actually in a capsule, but it is just a whole powder. You're right, it's not not concentrated extract. And that one is great. Like if someone has dysbiosis, if there is, um, you know, they know that there is an imbalance in their gut bacteria and they want something that they can take, you know, with a regular dosage on a regular basis to help, you know, rebalance the gut, um, then I would say, yes, biointestine is a really good, uh, good choice because that's mainly lion's mane, but it also has some shiitake and oyster mushroom in there. And those are other good mushrooms from prebiotics and so that combination is really great if you're really just trying to give the uh, you know the microbiota a bit of regular food and then having a capsule is great because you know you're taking the same amount every day whereas with a powder you might not have a smoothie one day or you might not think of it and it's, mm. it's, it's easier so if you're healthy and just for prevention great you know add them eat them but yes if you want to really rebalance something or say you've got to take some antibiotics um you know and you want something that's you know, you can take while you're taking the antibiotics or maybe before you take a, um, you know, a probiotic that's actually going to help your own innate um, gut bacteria to get a bit of a foothold again before you bring in all of these, you know, huge amounts of other probiotics that might not be indigenous to your gut. That's a really good time to then do a course, um, you know, of something like biointestine, take two or three capsules, you know, a day for a, you know, a few weeks. And right. that's time to and would do that be would you recommend that because i know some of them come in the bags of the actual powders and biointestines a capsule which one of the kind of powders that you add to a smoothie would be the best one for i say you know like gut health pro pro or prebiotic so the heristium digest is one that's just pure lion's mane so that would be the mm. one to use in that instance Great. 
And that because it's a powder and it means you can dose adjust it, you could also use that for children as long as, you know, they've eaten mushrooms in their diet, you know, they're not allergic, you know, you can then have that um, in their food or in their drinks as well. Um, if you didn't want to have, you know, the syrup, which, you know, does have some agave in there. So it's a way of getting mushrooms in without some sweetener. Are many people allergic to mushrooms? Thankfully, not that many. Yeah, I've never heard of it personally. No, it, it is something, you know, you just have to kind of be be cautious of. But luckily, yeah. um, it's not that common. But, you know, it's not as up there with, you know, peanuts and things like that. But it is. Yeah. There are there are some people who unfortunately. I wonder, I wonder what causes an allergy to mushrooms. It's interesting, an interesting thing from my perspective to look at what's the, what was the root cause there. Yeah, 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 indeed. Let's move on to reishi. Okay, so reishi. So this is one that isn't a culinary mushroom. So if you ever actually see a real reishi, it's actually um, like a kind of piece of glossy wood. Um, and it's, you know, really solid. Uh, and that is because it has a lot of chitin, which is actually an insoluble fiber that it's a bit like cellulose in plants. It's the thing that gives the mushroom structure. Um, and that actually, once ground down really fine, is also a prebiotic. So reishi does have a, you know a, some prebiotic effect um, but the main things that reishi is known for is if you do ever have it um, as a powder you'll know how bitter it is well if it's a good quality reishi um, and that is because this really high level of triterpenes and um, these are um, you know plant compounds that give it its dark color and this very bitter taste um, and they are really highly antioxidant so reishi is probably one of the most potent um, antioxidants that you can consume much higher than things like blueberries or acai mm. uh, really potent and uh, it's also amazingly anti-inflammatory so those are probably two of the key things that people think of uh, for reishi and of course it's an immunomodulator and it's also a wonderful adaptogen and actually reishi has more than 400 active compounds and if people don't know where to start with mushrooms or they have lots of different things going on that they want to address reishi is normally the one that we we would say, look, this is the one that's likely going to give you some benefit across mm. the board because it's, you know, it has so many different um, therapeutic actions. Uh, so it can be everything from healthy people wanting to promote healthy aging, reducing oxidative stress, inflammation, skin irritation, gut irritation, all the way through to it's one of the main um, mushrooms that's got a lot of research for oncology use, uh, for autoimmune conditions, for all the, you know, the, the, the other end of the, of the spectrum of health um, and everything in between, really. Mm, yeah, I take reishi daily. Me too. <laughs> um being you know someone that's uh, had a autoimmune disease and want want to keep it dormant <laughs> uh forever so reishi's reishi's my go-to um i also take cordyceps can you tell us about cordyceps yeah yeah that's the other one that i also take daily um yeah so cordyceps is amazing so it's um it's actually what they call an entomopathogenic fungus and what that means is that in order to sprout a fruiting body it actually needs an insect uh, or a larvae of an insect host. And so uh, you'll find that all of the, the cordyceps products on the market um, in Europe and in America are um, just the mycelium. And that's because, you know, people want to create vegan mushroom products and not have to, you know, sacrifice a load of insects. Um, and that is, um, you know, so 
if traditionally they would have been wildcrafted and basically, um, you know, they grow in places like the high Himalayas and they grow like a grass. And so these these worms, um, you know, they grow in the grass and, the, the you know, the mushrooms put their spores in there and they kind of live, you know, symbiotically for a while. And then when it's the right season, they sprout a fruiting body and unfortunately the, the larva um, dies. And then they're like these long, weird, skinny, little pointy things that don't look anything like you would think as a mushroom. Um, but what happened is, is when they were growing in the grass, the yaks in the, the Himalayas started eating them and they started getting all virile and energetic. And so mm. the herders were like, what is it that they're they're having? And so then they started collecting um, the, you know, the, the cordyceps and putting it in their tea and their stew. Oh, I love all the history of this. I know. It's so cool. Isn't it? so I love it. <laughs> And so it's kind of known as the mushroom of vitality. Mm. And, uh, you know, so it's uh, and in terms of Chinese medicine, it's uh, it's a kidney tonic. Um, and so uh, it's really good for strengthening your resources. It's very good for depletion, fatigue, chronic fatigue, adrenal fatigue. Um, but then it's also great at the other end of the spectrum. Um, it's something that is used by athletes if they want to enhance their performance, because it actually contains some compounds that are very similar to adenosine. Well, actually, it has preformed adenosine and then cordycepin um, is very uh, it's like an analog it's very similar in chemical structure to um, adenosine and that's one of the building blocks of ATP which is our main energy uh, molecule so what it means is it's actually helping your body to create more energy in your little you know energy factories mitochondria in your cells um, so it can boost energy so if you're already healthy and fit and you take cordyceps, it actually gives you stamina, it gives you a boost. Um, and it also has a tropism for the lungs, which means it supports, you know, the lung tissue. Um, and that's both for, you know, healing, but also improving oxygenation, oxygen absorption. Uh, it's also anti-inflammatory. And so it's something that's going to improve stamina and performance uh, and improve oxygenation and cellular energy throughout the body. So, of course, that means it's great for anti-aging. Uh, it's great for um, any kind of um degenerative disease, any kind of um, fitness, you know, fertility. Uh, it also supports with uh, building lean muscle mass. So it's another reason uh, why it's useful for people who are exercising or for athletes. Um, and then, yeah, anyone who's on any sort of fatigue spectrum. Um, and because it has this um, uh, kidney and also adrenal tonifying effect, it's great for stress management and for energy management. Unreal. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy, the power in these little things and how, you know, people found them originally. Just fascinating. Um, let's talk about turkey tail, um, which I know is kind of known as the cancer mushroom. Yeah. yeah. So turkey tail um, is, is kind of known for two things. One is it's it's got really great antiviral properties. And then there's also been a lot of research into it for oncology. And actually in Japan in the 80s, uh, one of the key active uh, compounds, PSK, polysaccharide K, was actually patented as Crestin. And it was used as a primary um, on, you know, oncology, like chemotherapy treatment. Um, and so it was actually used because, you know, it has this um, impact on um uh, reducing um, cells basically going along the pathway to, to become cancerous. It can interrupt that. Um, and actually, probably this link uh, with the fact that it's so antiviral is really important because, um, you know, now research is showing that actually uh, certain viruses are, you know, are risk factors and predisposing factors for certain types of cancers. And so, um, 
Coriolis, sorry, that's its um, uh, scientific name is Coriolis or, or Trimetes. Um, but um, turkey tail is, it actually helps clear the viral load. So it's actually great. Like if someone has got, you know, history of viruses and, um, you know, family history of say, particularly um, looking at the breast cancers, the female cancers, then using Coriolis preventatively can be really helpful for reducing the viral load in the body and then potentially, you know, reducing someone's risk factor. Um, and then there is research, of course, of it being used as part of uh, primary oncology care, and now HIFES is uh, looking at integrative oncology care. Um, and um, yeah, so you're being used as part of a, of a plan if someone is looking at helping the body again to have that adaptogenic effect getting back to, um, you know, um, working normally. So it's really supporting the body and self-regulating. Yeah, amazing. Um, what other mush <laughs> mushrooms can we talk about? Okay, um, so we've talked about uh, lion's mane, cordyceps, reishi, turkey tail. Um, so maybe something like shiitake, I think, is a really interesting one as well. And this is great because it's a kind of thing that now is becoming really available as a culinary mushroom. So I do, you know, encourage people to to eat more of that, and that's great. Um, but if people are looking for its therapeutic actions, then you know it's useful to take in a supplement form, so you're getting that regularity. And it's one of the main mushrooms for cardiovascular health, which of course mm. is a massive concern in the UK um, because it is. Um, not just uh, supporting things like um, circulation and blood flow and heart health, it actually helps, has naturally uh, occurring statins. And so it helps with regulating cholesterol. It's also highly uh, anti-inflammatory. And also if you're eating it, it's got good amounts of um, prebiotic fiber as well. So it's helping the body to uh, clear, you know, cholesterol, regulate the bowels. It's having this anti-inflammatory effect. It, um, Of course, it's if it's... Um, working with the the fats in the the blood supply then of course that's helping with um uh you know circulation so really yeah really useful mushroom to to consider for uh metabolic balance for um yeah for for cardiovascular health and then the other thing that it does as well is it's a really good antimicrobial um so interestingly it's actually something that we use in anti-candida or healing from candida protocols uh because it is it will compete uh with the the the, the candida albicans and so it'll have an antifungal effect so um again you know when i first started getting in into natural health um i there wasn't that kind of clear understanding of of like fungi actually being supportive of getting rid of something like a you know fungal disease so um yeah really useful for a candida or mm. you know prevention or uh, regulation so let's talk a bit about hifastidera um <clears throat> sorry i'm still recovering from a, the throat thing that everyone had um how did hifastidera come about mm -hmm. so because uh, i know it's been around for quite a while and people are kind of only now starting to get this kind of mass understanding of mycotherapy and, and yet they've been around for what 24 years yeah just coming up to yeah exactly so yeah so in the late 90s uh is when they'd actually started as a, as a company but basically the it's a family business and the founder uh catalina she is a biologist and her father was in agroforestry and so she grew up 
around mushrooms, knowing about mushrooms, and actually the the family estate uh, around when Catalina was born, her father planted, uh, you know, a whole load of mycorrhized trees, um, and um, and that's where he first started, and where the main offices and the main production and some of the growing sheds, you know, all happen um, on this family estate with these mycorrhized trees that are, you know, as old as the founder, which I just think is fabulous. Um, and um, when she was studying uh, biology, she had to do a final project. And uh, she decided to do a, a project on mushrooms for human health. And she kind of presented it as uh, basically as, as, you know, a business model um, for if you were going to make supplements and you could do this in this natural organic way. Um, and she won an award for, for this project. And then, you know, it was suggested to her, well, you've done all the, the prep. Uh, why don't you actually start this as a business? So then she actually went into, you know, creating a supplement company. But it, it really came from that research science background as opposed to you know, from wanting to make supplements and finding some mushrooms. It was studying loads of mushrooms, understanding how amazing they are and how you could apply that to health and then making products based on that. Here's the thing about stress and anxiety. Our bodies have not evolved to manage the level of stress we're faced with today, which means that we are constantly in fight or flight mode. And you'll feel this through anxiety and overwhelm and also through your chronic health problems. Modern life breeds stress, which breeds disease. But if we want to be well, we have to lessen that stress ourselves. Now, I've personally been reducing my stress and overwhelm for nine months now using the Sensate. It's a small palm-sized device that sends infrasonic waves through the chest in order to activate the vagus nerve and calm the autonomic nervous system, which is the body's command center. You use it while playing the specially composed hemispheric audio within the app, and the majority of people report feeling calmer after only a short session. Everyone I lend it to ends up buying one because of how much calmer they instantly feel. Now I'm particularly recommending the Sensate to anyone who suffers from anxiety and wants help calming the nervous system, those who want to deepen their meditation practice, and people who are looking for ways to be calmer and more grounded. You can get £30 off the Sensate by visiting getsensate.com and using code LAUREN30. That's G-E-T-S-E-N-S-A-T-E.com, LAUREN30. Thank you so much to Sensate for partnering with Recondition. Now back to the episode. I I really do love um, all the, the kind of values of the company and I'd love you to talk us through what, because not all mushroom companies are created equal. Um, and I know that a lot of the companies are using, you know, lesser quality mushrooms, non-organic mushrooms. Another thing, obviously, that Hifastatera are using the fruiting body of the mushroom and other companies are using the root. Um, so I'd love for you to kind of talk us through all of that. What is it about Hifastatera mushroom products that are superior because they are superior and they are working because I've used you know mushroom products in the past that have done nothing and I you know I uh, for anyone who listens to this regularly that you know you guys are very kindly sponsoring this um season we partnered up because I love the products and I one of the things I say um on the ad is that we you know so many of these companies I, I was asked so many times over the years, can you recommend medicinal mushrooms? And I always said no. Mm. And people ask me for recommendations for all sorts of things. I mean, everything regarding health. And I usually have recommendations for most things. And I never had a recommendation for a mushroom company or mycotherapy company 
because I never personally used any that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and this was like years, you know, and then, so, so it's, um, this really is much more than kind of a, a sponsorship partnership because I'm so benefiting. My whole family is benefiting so much from these products and everyone that I'm recommending them to, we're seeing huge changes. And I'll talk about that, like kind of what I've seen in my kids and my husband and, you know, all of that stuff in a minute. But if you could just talk us through kind of the principles of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful to hear that, you know, you had such a, a marked different experience with taking HeFast mushrooms. Um, I mean, certainly that is, you know, HeFast really wants to make products that are going to be not just safe and organic and ethical and good quality, but actually those that are really, you know, going to have a benefit and key aspects of that. So we've mentioned organic and with mushrooms, this is really essential um, or at a minimum that the company is actually checking them for any contaminants because mushrooms can actually, they can be used to clean up nuclear waste. You know, they they can be used to clean soil that has, you know, runoff that has, you know, a load of toxic chemicals in there because they are natural sponges um, and they're feeding on dead wood. They're feeding on soil, depending on the mushroom. So whatever is in that environment, they will absorb. So yeah. with mushrooms, it's one of the, you know, key we things. We need to be really careful. Yeah, and that's for eating mushrooms as well. It's like I won't eat non-organic mushrooms. You know, yeah, same buy buy organic because you know that's a, that's a or if you know that they've been grown you know in a, in a place on a safe substrate and they're not certified okay but yeah you want to know where they're coming from and that's you know you should ask it should be on the packaging or you know it should be a you know, conversation with any company of like are they testing for heavy metals are they testing you know for pesticides for toxins because those you know could all be in there so organic or minimum, you know, tested for uh, toxins is really essential. Um, And that's like keeping the nasties out. But then of course, what's really important is you also want those key active compounds. So um, mushrooms, you know, there are different types that will grow on different um, substrates, but uh, the main medicinal ones are traditionally wood grown. And then there are a few that are grown on the soil. And what that means is if you think about it, you know, wood doesn't have very much, um, you know, nutrients in there's mostly fiber. And what that means is that that mushroom has to work really hard to actually extract the nutrients. And so, um, you know, it then because you know it takes a while to grow and it also then means that this mushroom is having to like really work hard and so it becomes much more nutritionally um active and um the key compound that you would that would demonstrate this if you were looking at the profile would be the beta glucans so um they are formed when it's been grown um particularly on a a um a wood substrate. And then there's something called alpha glucans, which are basically starch, which are going to be much lower because wood uh, doesn't have, you know, very high sugars. Whereas now a lot of companies um, will grow on grain. And what that means is that like with people, you know, if you put them on a really like high carbohydrate diet, they will get big very fast, but they're not necessarily going to have good body composition. And the same applies to a mushroom. So if they get something that's really high in starch, they will plump up and they will be these big fat mushrooms. But if you actually look on a chemical level, they're not going to have very much better glucan, which is the really key active um, therapeutic compound. They're going to have a lot of alpha glucan. And so, you know, you can have a mushroom that's organic and, you know, it's tested for everything. But if it's been grown on grain, you're actually not going to get a high level of these key active compounds. And then both the beta and the alpha glucans are in a group of um, sugars called polysaccharides. So you'll see a lot of companies will just say 30% polysaccharides. And so people think, oh, that's a good amount of active compounds because the only polysaccharide, if they've heard of one, would be beta glucan. 
But actually, if that's been grown on a grain, um, or actually even if it hasn't been grown on a grain and you don't know what it's been grown on, you have no idea of those polysaccharides. What are these key active compounds of beta-glucans? And what are other, you know, like we talked about reishi, all this chitin, that's also a polysaccharide. Um, and so it could all just be fiber, which is, you know, good for your microbiome. But if you're wanting these active compounds like these triterpenes, these beta-glucans, which are the ones that modulate your immune system, have the potential anti-cancer benefits, are anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, etc. You need these active compounds. So what it's grown on is really essential. Um, the fact that if the company will um, state what active compounds are in there and how much you're getting, not just a general polysaccharide. So what is the level of beta-glucans? What is the level of terpenoid compounds? Uh, what are the other, you know, there's the, a lot of mushrooms will have um, certain minerals or, um, you know, these statins or things like that. You want to know, does the mushroom product actually have those active compounds? Um, so the, that standardization and actually listing on the packaging. And that's something that, you know, HIFAS is doing when they produce is they're checking these levels and they're looking for the, the fingerprint of the active compounds and making sure that, um, you know, the, the mushrooms actually have the key active compounds. And uh, and actually to, to control that, HIFAS actually has a whole strain, mushroom strain library and uses proprietary strains, which means that they can pick and choose, you know, which mushroom strain has the, the best fingerprint of these active compounds. And then they will grow those mushrooms and then they will check at the end are those active compounds present? Are they in levels, um, you know, that we're happy with? And then, of course, in an extract, you're then making sure that those active compounds are at a higher and guaranteed level. Um, so that's really important. And uh, you also mentioned fruiting body. So we talked about a mushroom as being like the whole fungi as including this mycelium, this root network. Now, of course, there are active compounds um, in there that are, are useful. But like with a tree, you know, it's only once a year that the fruit comes out and that has all of the nutrients because it's going to grow, you know, a whole new tree. Um, and so with mushrooms, the same, it's not quite the same growing cycle, but when the fruiting body comes, of course, that takes longer and it has more of these active compounds uh, there. So if you can, we would say choose products that are fruiting body because you're getting something that has been more expensive to produce and has, you know, often a higher concentration um, of these active compounds. The only time that HIFAS uses a mycelium product, we talked about cordyceps um, because this is, you know, a mushroom that needs an insect uh, in order to actually sprout a fruiting body. HIFAS just uses mycelium, um, but it's really important if you have a mycelium product that you make sure it's not grown in grain, because uh, we talked about, um, you know, these tiny little filaments, these mycelial roots, so they can be as fine as a human hair. Um, and so, and of course, if you think about a mushroom, it has this, this uh, you know, they have some structure, but they break very easily. So if you've got all these tiny little filaments growing through a grain medium, when you're trying to make a product out of those filaments, of course, you can't get rid of all of the grain. And so the there's, you know, sort of, it's legally allowable that once 
mushroom um, spores have been put into a grain, then that whole biomass is considered mushroom biomass, full spectrum biomass. And so, you know, they'll shake off as much of the grain as they can, but then all of the grain that is still included with those mushroom fibers is ground up. And that is then your 100% mushroom powder. Um, mm. and so actually part of the polysaccharide count could be from that grain. Um, so really, if you're using a mycelium, it needs to be not grown on grain. And so HEFAS have this cool bioreactor um, that they've kind of, um, you know, patented that, that will grow in an algae base. So again, it means, you know, there's no substrate left and it's just the pure mycelium. And then they can go through, you know, the extraction process and make sure that the active compounds uh, are there. Um so yeah, those are and you know and checks along the way, either internally and ideally with some third party checks, so that you know someone is actually saying yes, we certify this is organic. Yes, we certify that this is without chemicals or that this you know this has the active compounds that are listed on the packet are actually in there. And so HEFAS has got GMP certification, and that is good manufacturing practices, which normally uh, is restricted to pharmaceutical products. Um, but HEFAS decided they wanted to make 100% natural organic product, but standardize it and have the quality of a pharmaceutical. Um, and so, you know, it kind of is what we call a nutraceutical. So it's really in that, um, yeah, sort of straddling the best of both of those those fields. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and I kind of hope everyone took note or either got a bit scientific, but still just to understand the level of dedication to um, keeping the medicine of the plant there um, and doing what it's meant to do. I'm really interested for you to tell us a bit about the Onco range and how that came about. And um, because very few products, natural health products are able to actually market themselves mm. as for oncology um or for covid or things like that and yet um you've been able to do both so i'd love you to take us through the onco range and through mycovir yeah yeah so i mean so the so basically you know we talked a little bit about um coriolis uh turkey tail being used for oncology care in um in asia and for uh, a long time, you know, people have been using medicinal mushrooms, um, but mushrooms are what we call dose dependent. So like I said before, if you're healthy, you can take a lower dose and it's going to give you a boost. Um, at the other end of the spectrum, if you're the less well you are, the higher concentration you need of these mushroom active compounds in order to get a benefit. So when people were using mushrooms for oncology support, they were having to take 10, 15 capsules a day, maybe twice or three times a day in order to be getting the levels of the active compounds to actually be having the, these benefits. Uh, key benefits really are supporting the immune system, managing whatever primary treatment someone is taking and reducing the side effects of that um and there you know there is definitely some uh data on them actually having different actions along the cancer pathway to be helping bring the body back to um homeostasis but what uh he first decided to do is rather than trying to create you know a, a comp a, an alternative uh, product um, or to, you know, to be making uh, health claims about what mushrooms can do. Uh, they created products that could, were designed or are designed to be used integratively and to really be supporting the immune system and the individual health and reducing side effects 
even if or especially if they are taking uh, a primary um, treatment. And so that then means that they can be maintaining their health so that they can complete the course of their treatment whilst feeling better or complete it at all, because I know that's that's a major factor, people dropping out um, of treatment because they get such bad side effects. And that is reduced with, you know, with high level mushroom use and to make things easier and to make compliance. So make it more likely that people would stick with taking their products. They realized a liquid format was going to be much more um palatable, easy than having to take hundreds of capsules. And then it also becomes more cost effective as well. Um, so the, the Onco range is designed in, it's a mushroom, very concentrated extract, which is then in a liquid form. So people can take, you know, a 10 mil vial once or twice, twice a day without it being handfuls and handfuls of capsules. Um, and there's also research that shows that vitamin C actually helps with the absorption of the mushroom active compound. So there's some natural vitamin C included in this liquid, which partly helps with the taste, but also really helps uh, and the preservation, because of course, vitamin C is an antioxidant, um, but it actually helps with the absorption of particularly the better glucans and of course supports immunity. Um, and uh, he first also found, and you know, other research demonstrates that even though uh, mushrooms in general have this uh, immune modulating effect. There are certain mushrooms that will have uh, tropisms, attra attractions for and benefits for specific organs and systems or tissues in the body. And so he first says I've actually created a line with five different products with different synergy, uh, synergistic combinations of mushrooms so that they are targeted at slightly different types of cancer. So they have the th uh, key three mushrooms in there that is the kind of foundation. And then in some cases, one, in some cases, two or three other mushrooms that are going to be specific um, for that particular part of the body. So you're going to get this really nice holistic effect. And uh, yeah, and they're designed to be taken um, alongside medications as, you know, as part of an integrative approach rather than uh, as a standalone. But of course, that's the, the you know, the, the patient's choice. And um, and if someone wanted, because I know obviously it, you're not making any claims about what it can do on its own and, and you can't. But if someone had chosen on their own that they didn't want to go down the conventional route, um, many people listening to this podcast have, you know, gone down a complete uh, natural approach for healing cancer would this product um would the onco range be able to support with that so the the onco range is going to support the immune system and support that bringing the body back into a self-healing state mm. um, so certainly if someone wants to you know to use it in this way uh then that's something that they could potentially get benefit from mm. uh and um yeah, I mean, it is it is designed as an integrative product, but it, people are welcome to use it standalone. And it is it is also something that can be used preventatively or people who want to really boost their health. Um, there are also certain practitioners who will use the Onco range for autoimmune conditions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so they can be used for other types of uh, degenerative conditions or for really, you know, sort of boosting, boosting health. And, you know, the thing with mushrooms is basically they are supporting the body and self-regulating. Um, and of course, at the you know extreme end, you need much higher doses. And this is something that, you know, the Onco Care range is, is providing. Mm. Yeah. And then um, am I right in saying that kind of once you're in that more healed state, mycocorio would be the one to, to use to maintain that healed state? 
It's yeah, it's one of the ones that has that has the most research, um, and because I think partly because of that reducing the the, the viral load, um, but it is one that yes, he first recommends that for remission for ongoing support, generally microchorio is the best, and this is a, a concentrated extract of uh, turkey tail. Uh, this is one that you would take. Uh, for the first six months after if you had completed primary treatment or, you know, were, have, have reached remission, the first six months, again, take it at a higher dose. So two capsules three times a day and then taper it down. And people can take, you know, a two capsule a day dose indefinitely um, as, a, as a preventative. Uh, the other one that's recommended is something called Myco5, which is a combination of five key uh, mushrooms. So we've talked about um, reishi and shiitake, but also agaricus blazi, maril, uh, maitake, which is another one that's actually included in all of the oncocare line, um, and um, chaga. Um, so this is a oh, really- Oh, we haven't touched on chaga yet. No, no, because it's quite a new one to, to the HIFAS uh, mushrooms, and it's actually only used in a couple of combination products and one of the kids' products and this Myco5 as a for the kind of like, you know, um, synergy uh, effect rather than as a, a standalone. Um, but again, yeah, this is from the more sort of Siberian Eastern uh, medicine traditions. But again, another mushroom that um, people who are into natural medicine may have encountered as a tea as being, you know, and it's very um, dark and bitter. And that's actually partly because of the betulinic acid from the birch trees that it grows on. Um, but that, again, is something that, yeah, again, traditional usage in oncology and gastrointestinal health, anti-aging, immunomodulation. So it's in there as part of that big five, um, either for kids or adults for uh, immune modulation. And so that's another one that people could uh, could think about for ongoing support. Um, mm. Yeah. And to go back to the onco range, there's quite a few, aren't there? So there's onco men, uh, women. How how does it work exactly? If someone's listening and they're going through cancer treatment or about to start, what how how would they get started? So there are five products, and they're designed for particular groups. So Myco Men, as you mentioned, for which is geared towards supporting alongside uh, with uh, prostate cancer. Myco Mama is for all of the the female cancers, and Mama is uh, you know Spanish for breast, uh, but it, it it can actually also be used for um, other gynecological uh, cancer support. And uh, and this, you know, one of the great things about the, you know, a mushroom line is that it's not like, a, you know, a chemotherapy where you have to get specifically the right drug and understand, you know, it's like, well, is there this genetic factor or is this happening or this? And then you choose something different. Uh, you know, mycomama can be used across the board. Uh, as long as a person isn't allergic to mushrooms and it's actually because it's helping the body to self-regulate and mm. it's got mushrooms that are going to be working you know on the the gut health on these you know the hormonal management uh, as well as the inflammation the cellular regeneration etc so it can be used across the board and uh, I wonder sorry to interrupt but just it's just come to me now to ask and it might be completely wrong but based on that would it be good for women who are experiencing infertility or perhaps women who are going through fertility treatment well i mean potentially but i, I mean because you know it, mushrooms are dose dependent people can actually get benefits for fertility just with using the extract range and using you know sort of two to four capsules of concentrated extract a day can often be enough to actually you know and that's for men and women um something like cordyceps maitake reishi are probably the key ones that we'd think of uh my because maitake is um very uh blood sugar regulating it's really useful if there's something like picos or you know hormonal issues that are or 
weight issues that are affecting the the, the fertility um, and reishi just for everything, but it's also an amazing hormone balancer. Mm. And then you know, for fertility, you know, cellular oxygenation and cellular energy, which of course is important for men as well as for, for women. Um, but yeah, we actually, you know, practitioners who use our, um, our mushrooms have found that actually just at that level of concentration, that's enough. So I think, if, you know, sure, if you've got the money and you want something that's going to give you a really fast boost, maybe you would do a month of that and it's, you know, it's not going to hurt. Um, but actually people don't need that level of concentration or investment um, if, um, yeah, in order to actually get a benefit. Okay. So what else is in the Onco range? Um, okay, so we've said the Myco Men, Myco Mama. Then there's one called Myco Digest, which of course has lion's mane in it. Um, and that is for any of the, the digestive um, range of cancers. Then there is Myco which is as in like pneumatic so pneumo of the lungs um so that's for, for lung cancer and then the final one is myco-onco and this is the general one so for anything not covered by you know male cancers female cancers lung digestive you would use uh, myco-onco and uh yeah and that's that's kind of across the board so there's there's something for for any any need really for supporting mm. And what about so talk us through mycovir because I know that went through a really interesting um, clinical trial during COVID. Yeah, yeah. So mycovir is a combination of reishi and cordyceps, and um, this is something that uh, in synergy they have a really um, good effect both for immunomodulation and for. Uh, having an antiviral effect, basically. Uh, and this is something that you can just use by itself, but it also pairs well with the mycochorio, which as we know is the other really antiviral uh, mushroom. And this is something that is having that dual effect of both supporting the body to getting back to health, but also having a direct antiviral effect. There's various different mechanisms that happen, um, particularly from the cordyceps, but also the reishi, which is actually interrupting the viral replication. And so it's actually slowing down that um you know the, the the progression of a virus uh and then also of course the immunomodulation means that then the immune system is getting stronger so it can fight against um you know the viral invasion mm. and what about the the trial in the so, care home yeah so this was interesting and it was actually also using um another uh mushroom called um uh, which is, well, we have as a product Mycosol, uh, which is the sun mushroom or Agaricus blazi. And um, this was in a care home in Spain and it was in, um, you know, residents of the, the care home who were diagnosed with um, COVID either um, by uh, PCR or um, blood test. And then they were given a course um, of these mushrooms uh, and they compared the statistics of because they didn't have a control group because they were just using, you know, they wanted to everyone who wanted to be involved was involved and given the actual active mushrooms. Uh, but they compared against the national statistics and they found that, um, you know, in this group um, of people who were treated, that the national um, mortality rate for this age group and also, you know, people who often had um you know pre-existing diseases was about 24% and in the um con this this group um who, who were treated it was actually down to 1% um so huge difference from the national statistic group, um needed to go to intensive care um or had any um 
you know, follow up complaints. Uh, and yeah, so all of them, you know, got through it and recovered. So amazing, amazing, amazing difference compared to the national statistics at that time. Yeah, group, but you know, very uh, interesting. Yeah. And I've been recommending that product for any, there's been a lot of viruses and things going around at the moment. So I've really been recommending Mycovir a lot. The last thing I want to talk about is the children's products, because for me, that's been a massive thing. I've never had or found, you know, medicinal mushrooms for kids before, and especially ones that are quite palatable as well. Um, So it's been a, a big deal. And I've been giving, so my son has some sensory issues. Um, and my daughter has had eczema recently and they've been taking Dr. GB. I've been giving them the immune one um, during the change of seasons. And also now they're having it every day at the moment because immunity is so low and everyone just seems sick around us. So, um, and they, my son had a bad chest and then he, you know, thank, thankfully that didn't go into any, and same with me, I was taking reishi and cordyceps um, and, you know, it kind of, we had these bad chest but we didn't get sick so that was great thank god um and i've noticed i've noticed a big difference in my son um in his mood and in his all the stuff was i mean i won't go into it all but all the stuff that kind of we associate with him with with the sensory um challenges that he has with my daughter she so she's a bit more robust than him she was presenting with some eczema, which is still kind of there and it's clearing up and we're doing the mushrooms alongside homeopathy as well and some red light treatment. But the big difference I've noticed in her since taking Dr. GB is she was complaining of tummy aches a lot. And mm. to the point that I thought, do I need to worry about this? It, what is happening here? Um, and I actually sent off a stool sample because she was complaining about it so much. I was like, what's going on? And within a few weeks of taking Dr. GB, she has not, she's been, they've been on it for what, three, four months now. She hasn't complained of a tummy ache. Her stools have gone back to normal in terms of how they look, how often she's going. So that's been a massive thing. Um, And also, you know, based on my son having this sensory aversion to food, it's really hard to get anything into him. And they, they're like, can we have mushroom medicine now? They love it. They love it. Cause like you said, it's got agave in it. So it is sweet. Mm. non-refined sugar so I'm totally okay with it um what's actually in Dr GB yeah so Dr GB is a combination of lion's mane and reishi and then um he first another thing that he first does uh, not just researching the mushrooms themselves but also the technology the extraction um you know, making the products more absorbable. And so now the kids product uses this micro emulsion tech, which means that um, the the mushrooms are actually going to be absorbed in this liquid form much more efficiently. So people are actually getting a higher level of the the mushroom active compounds than if they were just you know, taking it in a powder form, say, uh, like you would get as a powder or a capsule. Um, and uh, there's also um, a little bit of FOSS in there, which is a, a type of... Um, plant fiber that's good for the the microbiota and then the agave that you said and a bit of um uh, a natural strawberry flavor to make it a little bit more more palatable and of course vitamin c uh to enhance uh the absorption and uh uptake and um i think there's a little bit of plant vitamin a and e in there too in the gb um and so basically um we talked about reishi uh, being very good for the nervous system and being very anti-inflammatory. 
and then lion's mane and lion's mane really you know we think of it as you know gb is gut and brain um and lion's mane really is the gut and brain uh mushroom and um the combination of the two is great either for kids that have uh gut issues or kids that have developmental or you know mood or concentration issues uh you know stress sleep food allergy sensitivities you know this whole spectrum anything that's to do with the gut and the emotions and the brain and the development and the level of inflammation that could be affecting either of these two um and uh, yeah so it's it's i can it's great to hear your your daughter's uh, experience because that very much uh, is, you know, it's going to be having this anti-inflammatory and healing effect on the gut, but also both the reishi and the lion's mane are going to be supporting her with her mood and any anxiety and with sleeping better and with having better concentration, um, feeling calmer. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's a really great uh, combination for kids in this whole spectrum of um, yeah. And it's something I talk about a lot, kind of the gut brain connection, how important it is to strengthen the gut um in order to strengthen the brain and vice versa um you know we know that 90 percent of serotonin is in the gut so how do we expect mood to be good if the gut is completely out of whack and and the the challenge that i've always had and as someone who's trained in nutrition and, and has a deep understanding of this still i can't you know <laughs> here i was blessed with my son who doesn't eat very well um it's been such a challenge so knowing that this has had an impact and continues to have an impact has really kind of, yeah, I'm very grateful for the product because I haven't found a product. Uh, there's one other product that I also still give them, which is Ion Gut, which I, you know, really think is a great Zach Bush's product. But other than that, I've never really found something that I really feel makes a huge difference to the gut mm. and the brain, which is basically everything for them that needs to be mm. balanced and healthy. So yeah, very grateful for that. Mm. Is there anything we've missed that we haven't spoken about or that I haven't asked you about that you think people need to know? Well, you just say a little bit about the other kids product, which you, you know, you mentioned. So that one is like the adult Myco 5 um, and it's um, uh, Doctor Immune 5. And that is five mushrooms that uh, are for immunity. But again, there's a couple of mushrooms in there for gut health. So there's some oyster um, in there. And so, again, both of these products based on reishi and then with companion mushrooms. Um, so this has got five mushrooms um, that are uh, going to be supporting immune health. And so this one is geared towards, like you were saying, now all these viruses going around this is a really great one that can be you know given to to kids on a regular basis to be either helping them defend against um getting sick or if they do get sick to help their bodies to recover more quickly so yeah. you know, it doesn't mean they're never going to get sick but it means they'll be more resilient and they will recover more quickly um yeah. so that's a really you know another great option um to think about for parents um and otherwise i'm just thinking have we yeah, I mean, I guess um, the with the with HIFAS, they really, you know, they. Uh, I think some people can be finding it a little bit complicated because there's so many products. But really, as we've talked about, because there are um, different needs dependent on your state of health, um, HIFAS has actually got products of a different range of concentrations. And what that means is, if someone's taking capsules, they can take two capsules a day if they're healthy, all the way through to if they have even you know with an autoimmune disease. There are some you know extract products that just two capsules a day are actually going to make a noticeable difference. Mm -hmm. But either you're taking the whole powder range, something like the biointestine, um, which is just whole mushrooms 
in a capsule or you're taking the mycosaludrain, which is a concentrated extract. And so it means that you're getting so much more concentration of those active compounds, but you're not having to, you know, take 10 capsules, you're just taking two capsules, you just take the concentrated extract. So, you know, it really is just even to make it more simple um, and user-friendly for people. And that's why, there's, you know, there's a range. And then we have the Cordesin Sport in the middle, which is um, a mixture of a little bit of concentrated extract and then whole um, cordyceps powder. And that's for those people that just want to enhance their sporting performance, but are generally healthy. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'd say, and then of course the powders that we talked about that are, yeah, kind of can be used for adults or children. Oh yeah. The one thing as well to think about is with pregnancy and breastfeeding. So, um, you know, mushrooms are a food, a functional food, um, but using them as concentrated extracts, you know, isn't something that people have ever done safety trials on. So, you know, we can't recommend that people take extracts or concentrates during pregnancy, but the the powder, the hericium, which is the lion's mane powder, the reishi antiox powder, these are things that can be taken. The biointestine, which again is just a mushroom powder product, you know, these are things that can be safely taken during pregnancy to be boosting, you know, the immunity or dealing with mood, sleep, you know, gut issues. Um, but yeah, we can't recommend the concentrated um, extract. So that's just a you know, caution for people to, to be aware of. And mm. although the only contraindication really is if you have a mushroom allergy, there are a few things that people just need to consider when thinking about mushrooms because they are therapeutically active. If you're taking concentrated extracts and say, you know, you're taking a blood sugar lowering medication and then you choose a blood sugar lowering mushroom, you know, the mushroom is adaptogenic and will modulate, the medication isn't. So, you know, people really need to be conscious of if they have, it's really blood sugar and blood um, thinning medication. If you're then going to take something like reishi or maitake, which are mushrooms that have the similar effect, you know, you really need to tell your doctor, monitor your medication, because it might mean that, you know, you need to change the dosage because, the mushroom helps your body work more efficiently, uh, which can be a great benefit. But, you know, of course, you know, for safety's sake, you really want to monitor and adapt things as needed. So that's the, the kind of the main caution. And of course, if someone isn't um, sure, then HIFAS has a free uh, health helpline, which is either for practitioners or individuals, uh, just health at hefastatera.com. So you can write in your question, say which you know mushroom would be good for me or which product, which concentration, send a little health history, um, and there'll be someone qualified who can you know give some, some free advice about how best to uh, navigate the product. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. So I'm really glad you did because I get a bunch of DMs going, which one should I take for this? <laughs> I'm not qualified to tell you that, although I have been through the HIFAS training, but I would rather people contact the helpline because that you're going to get much better guidance on that. Um, and for anyone listening who wants to buy any HIFAS Deterra products, you can get 15% off using the code Lauren15. So that is great because it makes it more affordable. And we just did a massive bulk buy on Black Friday. So that was great. <laughs> um, Hanya, thank you so much. I I have learned so much more as well. And I'm sure everyone listening has just taken away so much information. Um, I'm grateful to you for giving us this information. And I'm I'm so grateful, genuinely grateful to Hifastatera. Please, please um, feedback my thanks mm -hmm. to the people at the top, um, because this is a product I'm, uh, that's genuinely having an impact on my life and my children's lives. And I'm I'm very grateful. So thank you.
Thank you. And it's so wonderful to hear all your feedback and how helpful it's it's been for you. It really makes the work that HIFAS do feel worthwhile because, you know, really demonstrating. If you haven't yet heard, I have just released a free, yes, free journaling course. If you've always wanted to try journaling but just don't know where to start, or you've been hearing how powerful journaling can be but you just don't understand why, or you want to create a daily practice that enhances your life but you just need a little support in doing that without it costing you anything, this course will do all that for you. It is packed with content that will show you just why journaling is important, how to do it, where to start and how to make it work for you. It is completely free and that is as a way for me to pay it forward because journaling really is one of the most integral parts of my growth practice and I want to give that to you. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes to get the course sent directly to your inbox. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Reconditioned. I am honestly so grateful to each and every person that tunes in. Thank you also for taking responsibility for your own well-being. You should know that just by choosing to listen to podcasts like this that further your well-being, you're moving more deeply into abundance consciousness. Now don't forget I have a bunch of free resources over at laurenvacneen.co.uk as well as every recommendation you could ever need in regards to your well-being on the LV Recommends page, all categorized for your ease. Thank you also to our sponsors. These episodes would not be possible without them, so make sure to check them out and get some pretty awesome discounts on the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get updated each time a new one is released. Thank you. I appreciate you. Reconditioned is proud to be working with Women for Women International, a charity that supports women survivors of war in eight war-torn countries around the world. You can help a woman survivor of war transform her life today by visiting womenforwomen.org.uk forward slash donate.